Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, August 31st. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's latest apparent freeze is only reinforcing what a lot of Americans are thinking about some of Washington's most powerful leaders. Did you hear the question, Senator, running for re-election in 2026? All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. You might have seen that video by now, but WKRC captured the uncomfortable moment one of the most powerful men in Washington had yesterday, and it is a difficult moment to watch. It's made more difficult because of the lack of information we have about Mitch McConnell's underlying condition. The McConnell team, the senator himself, have simply not been forthright with a full medical briefing and explanation. That has not come about. But what we did get today was a little bit in that direction. The attending physician for the U.S. Capitol, Dr. Brian Monahan, put out a letter to the press this afternoon that said McConnell was, quote, medically clear to keep up his schedule saying, quote, occasional lightheadedness is not uncommon in concussion recovery and can also be expected as a result of dehydration. Now, you'll recall that Mitch McConnell had had a fall and a concussion at a hotel here in Washington back in the spring. So that's what Monahan's referring to as concussion recovery. How did the U.S. Capitol attending physician come to this conclusion? Well, he said, quote, I have consulted with leader McConnell and conferred with his neurology team. After evaluating yesterday's incident, I have informed Leader McConnell he is medically clear to continue with his schedule as planned. And if you watch the totality of the video, you see after that apparent freeze that Mitch McConnell does recover. He does take another question and speaks totally on topic in his answer about the Kentucky gubernatorial race. But none of that dismisses all the questions that hang around the health status of the 81-year-old minority leader of the United States Senate. Now, McConnell has said that he has no intentions of doing anything but other than continuing to serve as Republican leader in the Senate through this Congress, meaning through the end of next year. But my colleague Manu Raju is reporting that there is some chatter among rank and file Senate Republicans to try and force a special conference meeting to talk about the party's leadership after the 2024 election. So there's some chatter that Republicans in the Senate should gather, have a special conference meeting to put on the table and really start discussing now what leadership looks like for the conference following next year's elections. There's not currently a meeting scheduled, and it's unclear if one will actually come to be. My colleague Manu Raju is talking with McConnell's team and has some reporting on how they have been going about trying to alleviate concerns behind the scenes. He has tried to move behind the scenes to try to reassure his allies and his donors that he is fine. He went to a Republican fundraiser yesterday. He talked to a number of top Republicans as well who reported back saying that he sounded like his normal self. CNN political commentator Scott Jennings, a longtime aide and ally of Senator Mitch McConnell's, was one of the Republicans at the fundraiser for Congressman Jim Banks last night. Here's what he had to say about 
what he observed and how he encountered Mitch McConnell after that freezing incident. Since he had his concussion, there have been some moments where obviously his hearing has not been quite as good as it used to be. And I can personally attest at the at the Banks event, he he had no trouble hearing, no trouble speaking, and no trouble telling everybody how focused he is on winning back the Senate majority. So there was, there, I mean, it was it was like nothing had happened. For his part, President Biden made an unscheduled stop to FEMA earlier today, and he took some questions from reporters, and he was asked about Mitch McConnell and whether or not he had spoken to him. Here's what President Biden had to say. I spoke to Mitch. He's a friend. Uh, you know, uh, he was his old self on the telephone. Uh, and uh, having um, a little understanding of uh, dealing with uh, neurosurgeons and people, and one of the leading women in my staff, her husband's a neurosurgeon as well, it's not un- at all unusual to have the response that sometimes happens to Mitch when you've had a severe concussion. It's part of, a, it's part of the recovery. And so I'm confident he's going to be back to his old self. Perhaps not very surprising. Some folks, even in Mitch McConnell's own party, are jumping on this moment. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, no fan of Mitch McConnell's. She's a Trump ally. We know how Donald Trump feels about Mitch McConnell. She posted on X, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, saying that McConnell is, quote, not fit for office. She wrote, quote, Severe aging health issues and or mental health incompetence in our nation's leaders must be addressed. And she went on to lump McConnell in with some Democratic Party leaders that she also deems unfit for office. President Joe Biden, who is 80 years old, California Senator Dianne Feinstein, who is 90 years old, as well as the junior senator from Pennsylvania, John Fetterman, who suffered a stroke last year during his campaign and has talked about his battle with depression throughout his recovery from his physical ailments. Now, again, I don't put much stock in what Marjorie Taylor Greene thinks of her declared political opponents, but she is giving voice to a larger concern we see among a wide swath of Americans, and she's not the only one trying to capitalize on it politically. It's why you hear Nikki Haley, the Republican presidential candidate, and Vivek Ramaswamy talking about the need for generational change in this 2024 presidential election. Haley said again today on the New Hampshire Journal podcast that she's not sure Biden can make it through a second term if he's elected. But you can't tell me that you think that Joe Biden is going to make it as president to the age of 86. He is not. This is a President Kamala Harris all day long. That's who we're running against. And anybody that wants to imply otherwise is not telling the truth to the American people. Every person knows that Joe Biden is in decline. It's why I have constantly said we have to have term limits, why we need to have mental competency tests for anyone over the age of 75. And as I said, this question of age in our political leaders is not just from political opponents of a given leader. Let me give you an example. There was a poll out this week from the Associated Press and NORC. It found that 77 percent of Americans think Joe Biden is too old to be effective for another four-year term. And when you look at that by party... It's broad majorities of Democrats, Republicans, independents. 69 percent of Democrats hold that view that he is too old to be effective. Now, Donald Trump is only three and a half years younger than Joe Biden. He's 77 years old and just over half of Americans in the poll, 51 percent. So not as great of a portion of the electorate who think this of Joe Biden, but 51 percent think Donald Trump is too old to be effective to serve another four years in the White House. 
Three quarters of Americans think there should be a maximum age put in place for people who hold high federal office. Obviously, the Constitution has a minimum age requirement to run for Congress or the Senate or the presidency. But three quarters of Americans, according to polling, indicate they'd like to see a maximum age put on that. All of which is to say that if indeed this is a Trump-Biden rematch and you have the oldest man serving in the job running for re-election against who would be the second oldest to ever hold the job if he were elected back into the White House, Donald Trump, this is going to remain an issue in this campaign season. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was on the lead with Jake Tapper on CNN earlier this week, and Jake discussed this very point with her. I've had conversations with some of your colleagues in the White House press corps when we travel abroad, how it is hard for us to keep up with this president uh, who is constantly, constantly working every day to get things done and making sure that we are delivering for the American people. And that's what and I think that's what matters. I get it. I get what you're asking me. But the record matters too, Jake. What he's been able to do, no other president has been able to do if you look at his legislative record. And that matters. There was another poll earlier this year from Pew that asked, what is the ideal age for a president? And the plurality, 49% of Americans said, the ideal age for a president is in their 50s. Obviously, Donald Trump and Joe Biden far past that. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.